If you're feeling stuck in your prayer life and what's going on in your life is too painful and you don't even know what to pray because it's so hard to walk through. Paul knew that you were gonna walk through that because he had walked through that. That is something that every Christian experiences and that's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Welcome to Dreamers and Disciples today. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever tried to pray and then realized you had no idea what to pray for or how to pray? Or maybe after 30 seconds, your mind starts wandering and you feel like you've checked the prayer box and you just give up? I've been there many times. Prayer can be awkward. I know I'm supposed to say that every time I pray, I know exactly what to say and the clouds open and I hear God's voice. But a lot of times when I finally decide to slow down and actually spend time with God and pray, I either don't feel very spiritual because I'm stressed about whatever just happened or is about to happen, or I get distracted by a random thought about the conversation I'm worried that I have to have at work, or my mind is just blank. But I also know that prayer is important and life-changing when we show up and we do it consistently and intentionally. So I know I need to do it, but sometimes it feels like there's so much in the way. And as Christians, we believe we've been given the gift of a relationship with God through Jesus. And prayer is one of the main ways we live and grow in that relationship and to fully live out the dreams that God has placed in your heart as a leader. You have to learn how to seek Him and hear His voice. So that's why in this episode, in this video, I wanna share 10 quick tips to help you pray when you don't know what to pray or you don't know how to pray. And tip number 10 has revolutionized my prayer life. So make sure you watch or listen till the end. Now, let me say this though, this is really important. Prayer is not a formula. This isn't 10 steps to always get the answer you want or to always hear a very clear direction from God. You're not gonna gain brownie points with God by praying a certain way. These are just tools to help. It's just a guide. And if these do help you, go ahead and grab my free prayer guide in the description with 10 questions to pray through when you're making a big decision. So just go to wadejoy.com forward slash 10 questions. That's the number 10, one zero. And you'll be able to download that for free. All right, here's tip number one. Be honest with God about how you feel or don't feel. So when you're struggling to find the words to pray, it's important to remember that you can be honest with God about how you feel. You don't have to feel close to God to pray. You don't have to feel super spiritual. You can be angry and pray. You can be depressed and pray. You can be worried and pray. It's okay to say, God, I don't know what to say to you right now. I don't feel like praying right now, Lord, but don't stop there. Use this as an opportunity to speak truth over your situation, no matter how you feel. So for example, you can say, God, I feel anxious, I feel overwhelmed, but I know that you are in control and that you will provide for me. That's a simple but heartfelt and meaningful prayer. So this is a framework that I use just like that that maybe will help you. It says, God, I feel blank, but I know you are blank. So God, I feel, and then fill in the blank with how you're feeling. 
and then say, but I know you are, and then hold on to a truth about God's character, about who he promises to be. You can fill in the blank with a scripture, but sometimes we think prayers have to be very elaborate when they can be very, very simple and honest. And that is just using our even our negative emotions to draw us closer to God and bring him our whole heart. All right, tip number two, find prayers from God's word to guide you. So if you're having a hard time coming up with your own words to pray, turn to God's word for guidance. The church for centuries has used scripture as the main way to pray. And Jesus prayed scripture, even praying from the Psalms while on the cross. Scripture was deep in his heart because of how much he meditated on it through prayer. So there are many prayers in the Bible that you can use as a template for your own prayers. For example, you can pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray that we call the Lord's Prayer, or you can pray one of the Psalms. And even if you don't feel the same emotions that are expressed in that Psalm, you can use that to pray for other people. Or if it feels like what you're praying has more faith than what you feel like now, that's a way to say, God, I want my heart to feel this. I want to believe this. So what you're saying when you're praying God's word, even when you don't feel it, it's not being fake. It's being faithful. You're aligning your heart with truth. Here's tip number three. Have a daily prayer structure. One way to help you stay consistent in your prayer life, even when you don't feel like praying, is to have a daily rhythm of prayer. This doesn't mean that you have to pray for a set amount of time or in a specific way. It simply means that you show up to pray every day, regardless of how you're feeling. And you can pray in short pockets throughout the day. So for example, you could pray the Lord's Prayer in a few Psalms every morning to help guide your thoughts and focus your heart. Then you can stop midday to pray for others. And then at the end of the day, you can pray prayers of gratitude. That's a very helpful structure to build your day around prayer in the same way we build our day around our meals. And when you know that morning prayer is gonna be more focused on worship, aligning your heart with God, midday prayer is gonna be more focused on interceding for others, and your end of day prayer is gonna be more focused on gratitude. Once again, it helps guide you in your prayer on the days where you're not really sure what to pray for, or you're not feeling very connected with God, this gives you a structure to help you lean on. All right, here's the fourth tip. Focus your heart on gratitude. So another way to break out of a prayer rut is to focus your heart on what you're thankful for, to make a list of all the ways that God has been working in your life and all the things that you're thankful for. So Psalm 103, verse two, it's one of my favorite verses. It says, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. So when you're feeling overwhelmed or unsure what to pray, just take some time to focus on all the good things that God has done and is doing in your life. And if it feels right now like nothing good is happening, if you just take some time to reflect on your story, to look for the goodness of God, even in the small things, it begins to align your heart to health, to gratitude, and towards prayer. In fact, in one of our recent episodes with Joe Hargreaves, a psychotherapist based in the UK, she says that it's impossible to be grateful and fearful at the same time. So when we are grateful, it drives out 
some of the worry and the anxiety and the fear that we're experiencing. So gratitude is powerful. Tip number five is simply to worship. Sometimes the best way to pray is through music. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons music connects with our hearts so much that when we are not feeling connected to God, music can help soften our heart. And that's not emotional manipulation. That's the way God has wired us. So put on some worship music and let the lyrics guide you in your thoughts and your emotions. You can sing along or simply listen and let the music wash over you. I was at a retreat recently with a bunch of worship leaders and they just, at the end of the night, were just spontaneously worshiping. And I just sat there. I didn't sing along for all of it, but I just listened and asked God to speak to me as they were worshiping. Or if you play an instrument, play and sing to God. That's one of the things that I've been doing over the last year in the mornings is I just take my guitar to start my prayer time and I just play old school 90s cheesy worship songs. Or sometimes I play a hymn or sometimes I play a song that's really speaking to me right now. But I use that as a way to pray in a way that just adores God and gets my focus on the Lord. So it's a great way, like I said, to put your attention on God, to do what the Lord's prayer says at the beginning. It says, our Father, hallowed be your name, or holy is your name. So it can help you enter into a state of prayer without feeling like you have to come up with the words yourself. Some worship music is a cry of desperation saying, God, I need you and I trust you. So there's so many different songs to line up with the different emotions that we're feeling. So that's tip number five, and that's to worship. Here's the sixth tip, pray for others, pray for someone else. When you're feeling stuck in your prayer life, sometimes it's because all of our prayers are inward focused, just about us. One of the best ways to break out of that rut is to pray for someone else. So keep a list of people that you pray for on a regular basis. Maybe there's certain people that you pray for on a different day of the week, or you just keep a list of people with you at all times. But take time daily to lift up someone else in prayer. Not only will this help you focus your thoughts and emotions, but it'll also help you to cultivate a heart of compassion and empathy. And I mentioned this earlier about praying the Psalms, but a lot of times if I'm praying a Psalm and it might not be resonating with what I'm going through, I try to think of someone else, either that I know or even people throughout the world that are walking through hardship. How can I pray this over them? Number seven is to change your rhythm. Sometimes doing something different that's a little bit out of your ordinary rhythm helps you encounter God in a fresh way. So if you're feeling stuck in your prayer life, it's helpful to try something new to break out of your normal routine. So here are some ideas to change your rhythms. If you usually don't journal, try journaling. Write down your prayers. I have found that writing down my thoughts and feelings and then trying to listen to what God may be saying, and then writing that down, it helps me connect with God and it helps me get some distance from my feelings to see the truth of scripture and what God may be wanting to say to those feelings in a different way. I used to never journal and I found in this season of my life, it is one of the most helpful ways for me to pray. It can also be a really helpful way to remember what you've prayed for in the past. So go back and read your journal from last year and see how God has answered your prayers. And that will stir your faith to continue to see the ways that God is working in your life. 
So you can also do a prayer walk. I really love doing this. Walking and praying in the morning uh, is one of my favorite ways to start the day, but sometimes I'll do it throughout the day. And so when I walk and pray, it helps put me in more of a conversational mindset. And so it feels like I am I'm talking to God, I'm sharing what's going on in my heart, and then I can take space to listen. And sometimes if God brings someone to mind, which he does a lot on these prayer walks, I can send a quick voice memo uh, to one of my friends and say, hey, I was just praying for you. I was thinking about this scripture over you. So a prayer walk can be a great way, not only for you to pray, but for you to get some exercise at the same time. Also, you can pray for your neighborhood as you're walking. You can pray for the different people that are in your community. You can pray for your country or whatever is on your heart. And right along with that is just to get outside. I think spending time in nature can be a great way to open our heart to awe and to wonder and to find peace. I find that the Lord speaks to me so much through nature. Now, I posted on Instagram a year ago about how I was looking at a tree in my backyard And God started to teach me more and speak to me about pruning and what he was doing in my life. So take a walk in the park or go for a hike or simply just sit outside and enjoy the beauty of God's creation. Number eight, use a prayer app or liturgy to help you. Sometimes it's just helpful to have a guide for us to focus our prayers. And the church has done this for centuries. Liturgy is something that I've rediscovered in this season of my life. And it has been a beautiful way to provide structure, not to take away the spontaneous conversational aspect of prayers where Paul talks about praying without ceasing, but I've found that a liturgy gives me a foundation that teaches me how to pray so that it helps me actually pray more in the spontaneous moments while also giving me a structure to join me with what other Christians are praying all throughout the world. So you can do that by getting a prayer app like Lectio 365. The YouVersion Bible app has guided prayers. Uh, You can use the Glorify app, or you can use the Book of Common Prayer, or you can use more of a traditional liturgy like the Book of Common Prayer. But I found that this can be a great way to give you a richer prayer language and help you pray for things you might not normally pray for. Number nine, ask Holy Spirit, to pray for you. Sometimes we don't know what to pray for or how to pray, but here's the good news. You don't have to do it alone. The Holy Spirit is with us and can help us pray. In fact, Paul talks about this very scenario in Romans chapter eight, verses 26 through 27, where it says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So if you're feeling stuck in your prayer life and what's going on in your life is too painful and you don't even know what to pray because it's so hard to walk through, Paul knew that you were gonna walk through that because he had walked through that. That is something that every Christian experiences and that's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our life. So take a minute to ask Holy Spirit to pray for you. Trust that he knows your heart and your needs and that he will intercede for you in accordance with God's will. So the Holy Spirit knows what we should pray and we can take comfort that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us always. And then finally, number 10, this is the one I said at the beginning, has revolutionized my prayer life. 
And it is to simply do this, listen. It's important to remember that prayer isn't just talking. It's equally and sometimes more importantly, listening to God, being still, being silent, asking God to speak to your heart, to reveal what he wants to say to you through his word. When we pray, we should be open to hearing from God. And that requires silence and solitude. It requires us to slow down. And a lot of times, I don't like doing that because I'm afraid of what I'm gonna hear. I'm afraid that, oh, God's gonna actually ask me to forgive this person. God's gonna ask me to initiate this conversation. God's gonna ask me to give this but we need to be still and listen and then have the courage to obey what God wants us to do. So I try to have a few minutes in the morning and in the middle of the day where I stop and say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Or I pray, God, I need your presence more than anything else. So I just rest in your love. I find that as I still my heart, even not just asking God, to answer me, but just to say, God, I just, I need your presence. So I'm going to be still before you. Not only do I become more sensitive to the still small voice of God, but God also brings up issues in my heart that I need to surrender. And I would miss all of it if I didn't slow down and just listen to God. And this is where journaling can also help you. So as you pray, take time to listen. Take time to write down what the Lord might be speaking to you. Be still and quiet your mind. Turn off your phone. Pay attention to your thoughts and your feelings and be open to whatever God might want to say to you. So finally, in conclusion, if you're struggling to know what to pray, I just want to recap. Remember these 10 tips. Number one, be honest with God about how you feel or don't feel. Number two, find prayers from God's word to guide you. Number three, have a daily prayer structure. Number four, worship, whether you're listening to worship music or singing or worshiping on your own. Number five, pray for someone else. Six, focus your heart on gratitude. Number seven, change your rhythm. So try journaling, do a prayer walk, get outside, but just do something out of your routine. Number eight, use a prayer app or liturgy to help you. Number nine, ask Holy Spirit to pray for you. And finally, number 10, listen, be still and wait for the Lord. Now, just one more time, I wanna remind you, prayer is not about following a formula or doing it perfectly. It's about connecting with God and growing in relationship with Him. So don't be discouraged if you don't always know what to pray or you don't always feel like praying, just keep showing up and trust that God is with you. So if this video helped you, I would love it if you would subscribe to the channel. You can share this video so it can encourage someone else. If you're watching on YouTube, it really helps us if you like the video. But most importantly, I want you to, as soon as you're done with this, just take a few minutes and simply pray. And don't forget to get your free prayer guide in the description or by going to wayjoy.com forward slash 10 questions. All right, I'll see you back here next week on Dreamers and Disciples. Mm -hmm.